Hi everyone, welcome to episode 42 of Sad Girls Club Podcast. My name is Zaria, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is... Uh- <laughs> 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 oh my god, I forgot. My name is Gwen. <laughs> Also, shears. <laughs> um, and what do we what do we say now? What we're gonna be talking at this episode? Yeah, I think that's where. That um, goes. so we're not really sure, but <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to introduce the topic? Well, I was thinking in the style of my favorite murder, we should do a mini app. Oh, I don't listen to that podcast. Well, they do like I, their long apps, and then they just do mini apps. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we could start incorporating mini apps into our lives. All these other chidges are out here getting sponsorships. We don't have any of that. This is coming. <laughs> like we're like altruistic people. This is coming from the heart. And sometimes there just isn't enough news. <laughs> new. I mean, there is, but like there's not enough for us to be like, okay, like we have to talk about this. Right. Yeah. So we just decided to do a mini app. I basically forced this upon Zuri because I wanted to talk about our skincare routines. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, wanted so. to ask for tips too. Right. Well, we'll see what happens when we're talking about how we keep our skin looking 30 and flirty and thriving. 30 and wait, what is it? We're not 30. 30. Well, we're, we're 22, 20 23. <laughs> Flirty and thriving. And flirty and thriving. Well, we're none of those things except for 20-something. <laughs> <laughs> if we're being honest. That's um, true. But first, as always, we're going to talk about what we've been listening to, reading, watching, um, and how the legacy of colonization has been affecting us for the past two weeks. I guess I'll start. As There's per no you. <laughs> um, all right. So what have I been reading? Nothing. Again. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do want to share a beloved tweet from the TL. Um, let me just quickly scroll because I retweeted it not too long ago. Um, okay, well, here's the thing. I can't find it. But it's the one where it's yeah. like, so what have you been reading lately? And it's like me. Just a little thing called the TL. Oh, yeah. From the greatest minds of our generation. <laughs> And I'm like, honestly, that's so true. Like, the TL has more in it than, like, the Atlantic. That's true. Um, so I've been reading the TL, getting my news from there, getting my humor from there. What? Yeah, that's pretty much it. What have I been watching? Okay, so I've been re-watching The Mindy Project. I don't know if I was already doing this last two weeks, but... I just finished and now I'm like sad because the Mindy Project is one of those things that I like to have in the background because I find Mindy Kaling's voice so soothing, which I'm oh not sure God. if anyone else does because she no. has, yeah, like no one likes that's never That's some sentence that's never been said before. <laughs> but I am that rare person that thinks that Mindy Kaling's voice is so soothing. So just hearing her talk, like I love when she says like ew you pedo that's like my favorite (laughs) phrase and i want to like here's my here's my dream so i really want to adopt a dog my mom already said keep dreaming that's not happening when you're looking at this house i was like mom that's violent but i just want like my dog to be like licking itself and i'm like ew you pedo (laughs) 
I feel like that would be so funny. No one else would get the joke. The dog wouldn't, but I'd be like. (laughs) (laughs) Only the dog would get it. (laughs) But yeah, that's what I want. But also another thing that I've been doing is I got a little bit back into YouTube. I was just like on there. I only watch some YouTube beauty tutorials or mainly reviews on products I want to buy or story time videos. But then I started watching this girl. Her name is Lena the Plug. And she's like this Armenian like 20 something. But she like had this thing where she was like, once I reach 1 million subscribers, I'm going to put out a sex tape. So, like, all these people are, like, subscribing to her. And, like, most of her pics on Insta are, like, her and, like, she, if we're being honest, she posts naked photos on, like, Twitter and stuff. So, I don't know how it's not blocked. (laughs) But I've just been, like, watching all her vlogs. She, like, does nothing all day. All she does is work out um, and, like, dance in front of the camera. But I've been watching her. So, that's what I've been watching. And How many subscribers does she have? Right now she has like 700,000 and she started the channel like three months ago. So I feel like she's going to reach it pretty soon. Um, and like her boyfriend is literally hideous. Like no offense. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I feel like that will not be fun to watch. Um, <laughs> but like let's be honest, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. And then... As for listening, we just talked about this right as soon as I got on the phone with Zuri, but Lord's Song, I don't know the name of it, but it's like a dance bop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm obsessed with it. It's so fun. And I just started listening to it legit two days ago, but I could not be more obsessed. It's a really good summer jam. Like it's perfect for this time because you're anticipating summer. For us, we're anticipating like Zuri coming to visit me, So, which I full can't wait. Um, we're going to have to do, like, I'm going to be doing Insta Lives. Like, it's, I can't wait. So can everyone just please follow me on Insta at G-W-E-H-D-O-L-Y-N. Um, so I've been listening to that. I've been listening to a little bit of Kendrick's new album, but mainly I, the first song I clicked on was DNA, and I was obsessed with it. So I've only been listening to that one. Um, so I'm sure I'm going to get to the rest of the album, but I've only been listening to DNA so far. And that's pretty much it. I haven't really been listening to much else besides like Please Advise and The Thick, which are the only two podcasts besides this one that I listen to. Um, And My Favorite Murder sometimes when I feel like it. And How the Legacy of Colonization Has Affected Me This Week. So I've just been thinking a lot about white fragility, but more in an interpersonal sense. Not so much in like, wow, like Tommy Loren is a snowflake. But, like, in actual, like, friendships and thinking about okay. how – I and I feel like we've definitely had conversations like this, Zuri, maybe not on air, but just talking about how, like, we're always perceived as, like, mean, rude. Oh, yeah, you that's on my list of conversations. Yeah, and that, like, people have – some white people who I'm not even going to give them credit, but they have been like, yeah, you know, like, I sometimes feel like I – I'm really sensitive and I'm like okay well I guess you can be really sensitive but another part of the issue is that you inherently are seeing me as mean mm-hmm. when that's not even what I'm trying to be and if you were acting the same way I couldn't even call you out on it because it would still be like me making it a violent situation 
And that's what's like, to me, stressing me out about some like friendship issues I've been having. And I actually remember one time, this was a couple years ago in college, but like this moment scarred me for since right now. I was like just <laughs> at dinner with some whites um, and we're just like chilling, hanging out. And then like me and another white were having like a playful argument. Um, it was just like, we're just arguing about like, I don't know. Like it was something stupid. And I was like, you're a white guy. Like I know you're used to being right all the time, but like, trust me, I'm right. And it's like, (laughs) that's hilarious. So like, why wouldn't you be charmed by that? He got like so upset. He had to get up from the table. And yeah. And I just remember being like, I, I don't know what I did. Like, I thought that was like, normal like it is normal like it shouldn't hurt your feelings you know like I don't know and after he left like everyone was like Gwen you shouldn't have said that like that was so rude like he's not even like a bad white like blah 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 (laughs) and I'm like are you kidding me you guys like that's a joke that's a prerequisite of being friends with me is I can joke about white people like that's just that's I don't know and like still to this day it scarred me and I don't know. It's just really hard to be friends with white people. I don't understand why Bell Hooks is friends with, what's her name, Emma Watson. Because I feel like Emma Watson's definitely the type that would be, like, super sensitive to things. I don't know. I'm just like, this is hard. And is it even worth it? That's another question I've been having. So that's how the legacy of colonization has affected me for the past two weeks. Okay, well, I feel like... Mine is long, but okay. I wrote it out. <laughs> uh, let me see. So I fi- today I finished reading, actually, um, Roxane Gay's book, Difficult Women. Mm-hmm. I would like, um, the thing is, like, I think that it needs, like, a big, like, trigger warning, content warning, like, whatever you want to call it for, like, just, like, everything bad, like, rape, sexual assault, abuse, incest, like, physical assault, just, like, just everything some of the stories like I couldn't even read because I was just like that's too much for me um it's like clearly well written like it's Roxanne Gay but like I personally didn't know that it would be just so like just like traumatizing things happening to like every character in every story it's like I would rather watch like a Law and Order SVU marathon (laughs) than like read this book every day but I just finished that today so I can read um The Handmaid's Tale um now um, and so I've been watching. So I watched Chewing Gum, like, a few, I guess, two weeks ago. Um, it's so funny. It's iconic. I think that, like, if you haven't seen the show, like, it's very, like, cringe-worthy. Like, the character is so embarrassing. I know that some people, like, they can't even, like, watch people be embarrassed. Like, it makes them, like, so uncomfortable. But, and, like, for the a lot of the show, just, like, I don't know, like, how to describe, like, cringing. But it's just, like the character is just so freaking weird and awkward and just she's so embarrassing but it's so funny wait so it's cringe worthy like the entire way through just from the beginning to end i remember yes. watching the pilot and i did like it but i like i get embarrassed for other people right yeah. so it's like hard if for you me feel to watch that like it's that. it's very much like that just like the things that she does <laughs> You're just like, why would you do that? Especially on the first episode. Spoiler alert, but she like vomits on herself and like in like the beginning of the episode and then for the rest of the episode, like sh- the vomit is still on her. <laughs> right? She's just like going about. 
<laughs> it's like, I, I mean, like, that's the kind of thing. It has, like, British humor, so in America, yeah. like, I don't know, like, if those jokes would fly unless it's, like, a really, like, out-there show, but I love it. Like, I can't wait to watch it again. Um, and then I also started watching Real Housewives of Atlanta, much like Love and Hip Hop. I was just like, I love the like gifs and memes. Like I know some of the um, characters or whatever. So like, let me just watch it. That show is nine seasons. And like, for me, I don't watch TV during the week. Like I watch my shows live, Love and Hip Hop and Scandal. And then I just like, will watch TV on the weekend, which is why it took me five months to watch Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> so I definitely um, see myself spending about two more months on this show, but I am already on season three. Um, so I'm obsessed with that. Um, and then, okay, I'm also watching the show called Married at First Sight, which is on <gasps> no, Lifetime. Not. Yeah, you know, it's like, thank you, Targeted Ads, because, I like, know. the ad was coming up on my <laughs> Twitter feed, and I was like, you know, that's exactly, like, the kind of thing I would be into. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I love stupid reality TV, like, I love, well, like, when I was younger, I used to, like, watch, like, every single wedding show, and, like, I don't really watch TV anymore, but, um... It's like, that's something that I like. So I was like, let me just watch this because the new season just started last week. Do you like mm-hmm. know anything about the show? I remember I watched season one. It's like the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, no. It's like how long they only know each other for like. It's weeks before they get married. They don't know anything about each other. They don't even know the name until the literal wedding day. But they tell them, like, two weeks before, like, you're getting married in two weeks. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, it has um, ec- experts in quotes who, like, it's, like, two oh, desperate, yeah, they, like, lonely match. millennials, yeah. like, will match, be matched by these um, experts. And then they get married. They have a honeymoon. They have to, like, live together. And then after two months, they decide, like, whether or not to divorce. And it's like, I was read when I was watching it, I was just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like every other scene, I'm like, they're so stupid. And so I'm looking up like how many have actually stayed together. And it was like, I think this is a fifth season and only three couples have stayed together. It's like, come on now. What the hell? But um, <laughs> the weird thing is like, it's like, they're so young, like, one, pe- one person was, like, 30 and 33, which I guess if you're, like, obsessed with, like, heteronormativity, you'd be like, oh, my God, Yeah, I'm that's, like, they age in dog years. Straight people <laughs> literally age in dog years. But there's one. The other two couples are, like, one is, like, a man that's 26 and a woman that's 30. And one is a man that's 25 and a woman that's 30. I'm, like, Ooh, that's just I sad like for the woman. Hate that. The woman. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, that's so young. Like, why would you want... Yeah. It's I just was like I would hate if I was on that which I would never be on that show. Actually, it might be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then your husband is five years younger than you, and it's you're already like obviously matured. Yeah. No, it's just only yet. chic if like you're fifty and like your pool boy that's twenty seven and you are having an affair. Like it's, right. it's not like, chic if you're thirty and you're you don't think you're ever old. gonna like find a girlfriend again <laughs> right it's like 25 you, is so what? freaking young exactly and the people are just like so desperate so aggressively straight it's just like 
I mean, the girls are like, I've been dreaming of my wedding since the day I was born. And it's like, no, you weren't. Like, you didn't know anything about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were literally taught and socialized to believe this. I want them to be like, I've been thinking of my wedding day since I was socialized to believe that's what I want to. <laughs> it's not going to happen on this show. Um, but I'm, like, moderately obsessed. I don't know how it is in, like, some of the past seasons, but at least on this, like, I watched the first two apps and they, like, got married and they were all, like they're so cute like I really like them I love their family they love me it's gonna be great and I'm like no it isn't yeah (laughs) but I'm excited to see what happens um okay and then I've been listening to just like you like I haven't really been listening to anything because like we don't have I don't have unlimited data on my phone for the rest of the month like we exceeded it so I can only listen to like playlists that I've downloaded on Spotify but my spring playlist does have the Lord song on it actually Silent. Yeah, I like it's a bop. And I have listened to Damn a few times, but not enough to like really know it and like be into it. But it was pretty good. Um, and then Legacy of Colonization. So yeah, I was definitely gonna like talk about what you were talking about. Um, like that's on my list. But today I wanted to talk about this thing that I've just been thinking about for the past two weeks because it's just been well, I've been thinking about it for a while. It's election related. But um in the past few weeks, like, things have, I've listened to things that have, like, triggered this conversation that I've been having in my head. Um, so the first thing, I heard, like, a segment on WNYC about this app. It's, like, Tinder, like, a Tinder-like situation where, like, you mm-hmm. can meet up with a Trump supporter. <gasps> <laughs> and then um, one of my favorite podcasts, Millennial, there was, like, an episode about the election and the host of the show wanted to, like, she lives in, I think, Maine and she's Asian American and she like her and one of her black friends like wanted to like also like do this thing like reach out to Trump supporters learn about them whatever and they went to like a super I mean I think Maine is like pretty white in general but like they went to like a very like white town like a white bar and like met some Trump supporters like it was a very like Trump loving Trump voting town um and so I don't know like it's just really annoying to like continue to hear this conversation about like needing to like get out of your bubble like reach Mm -hmm. across the aisle like all these sorts of things the framing of it is just so stupid and obtuse and I'm like why don't people like actually think about this critically and engage with this critically when you say these things like first of all equating like Trump supporters and then like Democrats in general like whether they're like Bernie or Hillary or whatever like they're not comparable in, like, the ways that they're, like, problematic and crazy. It's, like, even the slogan, like, love Trump's hate and, like, people screaming lock her up. It's, like, they were just really going for different things. And, I mean, obviously, like, lots of Democrats, like, can be racist and sexist and whatever, but, like, the sexist and racist rhetoric coming from Trump and his supporters, like, there's no reason why I would like put myself in a situation where I would want to talk to one of them even if you are like not racist and sexist like you clearly like voted for someone who wasn't didn't care about that so for me like I'm a black woman like that's non-negotiable like I'm not going to sign up on a tinder to meet a trump supporter Mm -hmm. that's something I would never be interested in the other thing about this whole conversation is that like it's literally only like democrat liberal like whatever you want to call it people who are doing this sort of bridge building or whatever like i remember right after the day after election i'm listening to wnyc in the morning and 
the host like posed a question like hey to like people who are Trump supporters like a lot of Democrats are really like <laughs> freaking out and like scared and depressed right now like what would you say to them and like everyone who called in was like get over it like why are you being such babies like it's gonna be fine you're so dramatic and it's like it's just like those kinds of people like Trump supporters or Republicans whatever like they're never at the heads of these like reaching across the aisle things like in the millennial episode before the girls went to this Trump voting town um the black girl was talking about this initiative that she created called like a seat at the table where like it's in the same like way about the tinder app like you would share space with a trump voter and like no trump voters came (laughs) they were like it was just like a bunch of like liberal democrats whatever yeah it's like come bring that bullshit to the bronx like yeah come here it's like this whole thing about like getting out of your bubble i mean i really am annoyed by that because i live in new york city like every culture race gender and sexuality expression language religion like that's all here meanwhile you're like old coal miners you're all white coughing up smoke and you don't think that's a bubble it's like maybe they should come out of their bubbles and reach across the aisle and do any of that stuff I don't know when people talk about it, it's just like oh yeah well both sides were pretty like aggressive and me and like we just need to like kumbaya right now and it's like let's be honest like one side was worse <laughs> it's like and I'm not even like a democrat like I thought Hillary supporters and Bernie supporters are super annoying liberals in general but they're not comparable at all like, come on now yeah especially if you're um a person of color like you can see that it was so aggressively racist mm-hmm. anyway like that's a cute note I guess yeah <laughs> well that on. also reminds me of yeah. someone tweeted this I think um but I heard this phrasing somewhere where in the wake of all those articles being published about people who voted for Trump, like, I voted for Trump, now I don't have health care. All these things that everyone who used their brain knew was going to happen to them. Um, they just decided to vote for whiteness instead. But it was like, there's so many profiles on these types of people, yet there are no profiles on the people who are still going to get, who didn't vote for Trump. Right. And the same things are happening to them. Yeah, that's who we are. That's the drama we've been dealing with for the past two weeks. And now we'll talk about how we keep our skin looking clear and fresh. Or are trying to. You know how some people, like, they look in the mirror and they, they, like, look really cute. But then when they take a selfie, like, they look ugly. It's like, I'm that in reverse. It's like, (gasps) I can take a good selfie. But when I actually look at myself, I'm like, you're a hot mess and a half. (laughs) I am definitely the other way during mirrors (laughs) i'm fine in a picture are you kidding me i look better in video than i do in pictures (laughs) which said no one ever okay but let's see i didn't make any notes but i do have like the things that i put on my face same i just the thing is like i don't really have like skin problems like on my face like i have eczema on my legs that is annoying but like I get, like, a breakout in the summer, but it's not really that bad. But I'm just always trying to just, like, preventative measures Mm -hmm. to not make my skin. I mean, and then whenever I, like, get, like, a pimple or whatever, it's like, I I don't really know what you are supposed to do with it. I guess you're supposed to leave it and I don't know. (laughs) But it's like I always, like, pop it, like, speed lightning and then just, like, will, like, put fade cream on it to just like have it fade 
which takes forever but it um takes a while. that's yeah. what i've been doing yeah i actually have um my acne is cystic which means that it like i don't get whiteheads really i just get acne that forms underneath the skin so it's like these huge oh, yeah. painful red like yeah those are so painful but that's, like, what the majority of my acne is. Like, I don't really have, like, all those whiteheads on my face. It's, like, mostly that, which freaking sucks. Uh, but those are mainly stress-related. But, like, sometimes those things will melt through the makeup. Like, it would, like, the makeup could not stay on. It was just a full mess. But also, like, should we disclose that, like, it's fine to have acne? Oh, yeah. Because I feel like we're – I don't know. I don't want to be, like – I mean – it's like your body is clearly fine in whatever way that you want to, but there's also a lot of societal messages that you should have perfect skin, and we have also bought into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're humans. It's like we're trying. Okay, so we're like using all this skincare, but we're also trying to make the world a place where it's okay to have acne and be old. And what? Be old. Oh, I feel like being old is like totally fine yeah like, but I'm not like trying to stay young yeah but just like i feel like so much of skincare is anti-aging based yeah that's so freaking weird <laughs> which like it like it gets to you like one of the most resonant things i've ever watched is an episode of keeping up with the kardashians where chris is full-blown in a depressive state because she's feeling old and granted woman how old is she she must be pushing 60. Isn't she like 60. Yeah. yeah. But like she's getting really depressed because like her daughters are in her 30s. Um, and they're obviously young. Like they're going to be like young looking because that's they're 30. Because they're literally young. <laughs> yeah. But like Chris was like being so depressed. And I really felt for Chris. Like it was to the point where it was affecting like how I saw myself. So it was actually toxic. But like oh, I still geez. felt bad even though I don't have the issues that she has because I'm young but like I was pre-stressed out for me feeling that way when I'm her age because like one of my mom's constant things is like whenever people tell her that she looks younger than she is like that makes my mom's mood like she's happy for about two days after that like she keeps bringing it up she's like oh did I tell you that blah 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 told me that like I look this age like she's obsessed with it so yeah that's so weird i'm like afraid it's like why are people obsessed yeah i don't i feel like i'm just like i'm prone to hating myself so i feel like i'm gonna be like that even though like i shouldn't be but i just especially because so much of skincare stuff is like literally called anti-aging yeah i know and it's i know remember like recently it was one of my fave twitter like follow people i follow not followers um it was her birthday and she was turning like late 30s and everyone mm -hmm. and she's black so obviously like she has great skin and everyone's mm -hmm. like um gee you look so young and she's like i'm 37 or 38 or whatever like don't tell yeah. me that i look young like i don't want to be young i am this age and i like it's like yeah my skin looks good but i want to be like an adult woman yeah. like don't tell me i look like so young which is not something that i had ever like really thought about but like it is like a weird thing that people will do with like women who have good skin just like being obsessed with their ages yeah and like commending them for not looking yeah yeah um 
But I was going to say that reminds me of um, you. Do you know the Trudes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she one time was talking about how what we think of as age is a white construct. So the reason why people tell like a uh, have old like a late 30s early 40s black woman that she looks so young is because they're basing it off of like how white people look at that age which is not I've like never thought about that but it makes sense yeah which I found so interesting but like of course like since everything is already like Eurocentric and white standards like that makes perfect sense but right like they do that with bodies yeah it's like Women of color are not stick thin. Right. Naturally. Yeah. Like, what the, don't measure us yeah. against. Like, or, like, the, no, the having, like, a thin nose or something. Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I just thought that was so interesting. Definitely feel like white people when you're racist that age. You, did you see that thing about, like, Kellyanne Conway? Oh. It's, like, right when I saw her, I'm, like, she just, like, you can see how racism has aged her. And actually, like, pretty much everyone in Trump's cabinet. Absolutely. Because, like, there are black people who are 90 who look better than, like, than <laughs> Kellyanne. Kellyanne. No, Kellyanne looks 50. like a corpse. <laughs> yeah. She really does, like, have the skeleton. Yeah. Aesthetic. It's really freaky. It's like you have to stay anti-racist if you want your skin to flourish. Yeah. Like, if you're non-black and you've ever said the N-word, you're going to... You're it's gonna, gonna develop you. some premature aging. Fully. Um. Okay. So, I don't know. Like, how should we talk about that? I should was we thinking we, yeah, we could do like a morning routine and then a night routine. True. It's like I'm like always like trying to find out how to put things on my face, and so I'm just always like adding things and subtracting things, and so that's why my skin does go crazy, but. Like, I just changed it, like, last week because I was really? just doing way too much, yeah. OMG. But, um, when I wake up in the morning, what do I do? Uh, the first thing I do is, like, wash my face, obviously. Right now, I'm using this, like, it's like a K-beauty thing because I saw Bad Dominicana talking about it. So, you know, I can't read what it says, <laughs> but the brand is Rice Water Bright. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a cleansing. It's like a foam, so I like it. The thing is, I just started to use like a a spin brush because, like, I had like really dry skin. I don't know if any of our listeners that ever have like, it's like you could like scratch around like your skin and like it would literally be like not like flaking off in like a gross like I have a flushing disease way, but just like patches of like really dry skin like around my mouth and like what is this called like right under my eyebrows like on my eyelids so I wanted to like use something that was more exfoliating than just like my human hands um and so I I like use that on my spin brush in the morning and then when I am like getting ready I'm using this um serum from the ordinary it's um <laughs> hyaluronic acid two yes. percent plus b5 do I know what those things are not at all why no hyaluronic acid is like good for like it's like for hydration yeah yeah so it's good if you have like dry skin i know that i was using like because glossier just came out with some like a few months ago and they're literally 30 dollars and i was like buying those like a sociopath but then one of my friends told me that the ordinary has the same thing it's literally more and it's i think like seven dollars oh it's bigger yeah. Oh my god. It's like more mLs. I don't know what that milliliters. Yeah. 
I think so. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing that I put on my face. And then I use my moisturizer. It's wait, how me. long do you wait before you put on the serum and the moist? Uh, just till the serum is dry. Okay. Because I never know. That's one of my biggest, like, beauty questions is how long do yeah. you wait before you and put on something else? Like, I'm trying to, like, like I said earlier, like, get rid of, like, the dark spots from popping pimps. And <laughs> I, like, <laughs> was, like, looking on the Ordinary or Desium's website, which is a brand that makes the Ordinary products. And it's, like, oh, use this serum plus this serum plus this thing. And it's, like, I don't know. I feel like putting all that on your face, like, it just gets sticky. Like, these are, like, mm-hmm. water-based serums. So... It, like, said to use, like, two in the morning, but it's, like, I tried that, but I don't know, like, when your face, like, starts to feel sticky, I'm just, like, that's not the move, especially in the summer, like, you don't want 10 layers on your face. Like, I love to watch, like, makeup, like, you know, on on Insta, it has, like, they can do makeup videos, and they're literally only 30 seconds or 59 seconds, which is all I can, like, watch. (laughs) These people are just, like, putting layer and layer on top of their face, and, like, yes, you look, like, beautiful, but... I don't know like it just seems so heavy yeah no <laughs> that's your exactly face. how I feel like I'm breaking out for them right exactly especially thinking about like going out into the hot hot heat um even though it hasn't even it's like still April showers so yeah I just use the Ambi moisturizer um it has SPF so that's good even though it's like I want to be tan chocolate baby but not until like all my hyperpigmentation is gone because then I'll just get darker. Um, and then I use like, I just do like BB cream. What's it called? Concealer under my eyes. Like I just do a cat eye eyeliner every day, like fill up my brows a little. And then I just do powder. It's like I'm trying to do the absolute least mm-hmm. because like it's about to get hot. I don't want like heavy stuff in my face because I do like break out in the summer. And like I used to use like liquid foundation, but it's just like, that stuff is just too heavy like on my face and then I like kind of get like oily in my like forehead so it's like by the end of the day I look crazy um and then in the night I like wash my face with the same cleanser I exfoliate every Thursday with a thing that's maybe also k-beauty I don't know It, it it literally has like characters in a language I don't understand but I just saw one of my faves was like this is my favorite exfoliator it's Dr. G brightening peeling gel. Meanwhile, I just learned how to use this last week. So wait, oh my, wait, have me the don't know the effects of it yet. It. It's just like a chemical exfoli- okay. exfoliator, but you have to like, so you just like put it on your hands and like rub it into your face, but like you have to do it for like a good five minutes oh, and like you can't like put it like I have an exfoliating brush. It's like you have to use your hands. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was using it all wrong for maybe a full month. OMG. And I was reading on Into the Gloss. <laughs> so like, so I've only used it like correctly one time. So not sure the effects of that yet. But it's like, I used to use like a, like a scrub that had little shells or beads or whatever. Oh my God, micro beads? Lit the worst? No, it didn't, it didn't have micro beads because I know those are the worst. But it had like, I don't know. I feel like it's like, I don't know what the fuck was in it. It was literally what brand Walgreens was it? brand. Oh. I'm not trying to spend money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I haven't used it in a really long time. Cause I feel like if you have a brush, like you don't need to be doing scrubs and stuff. Like yeah. that already exfoliates a lot. Um, and then, so I don't put on any serum in the night, but I did. It's like I was looking it up. I have one that's Alpha Arbitin, and then I have the. I don't even know how to say this word. This is the first time I'm saying it. 
niacinamine and oh zinc. yes that's just the worst yeah no okay <laughs> thank you it told me to buy that <laughs> thank you no um like i will not be I using that fucking hate that um yeah i don't trust that it's like i do use it like the other day i didn't wear any makeup i didn't leave my house whatever and i just put it on in the morning because it's supposed to like sh- reduce your pores tighten them do all this other stuff and i have massive pores I don't know if it's actually doing anything because I can't layer over it. Like it just like right, yeah. It makes my skin. It like said to start use flaking. like the alpha and then the niacinamide in Michigan, and it's like then my face is like thick and sticky. Yeah, it's like not cute. If anyone has any suggestions, I'd gladly take them because my pores are freaking massive, and I want to get rid of them. Like I'm considering plastic surge. I just learned about pores like three weeks ago. Oh my god, I hate. I know that like what is it called? Microdermabrasion is good to like make them smaller. Uh, so I think I'm gonna get like an at-home kit. <laughs> it's like you're gonna peel the skin off your face. I'm gonna. Sorry. Yeah, I maybe I shouldn't get. Well, Alex, one of my coworkers is an esthetician. <gasps> oh my god, yes, please ask, I'll ask her. her. She works at a spa, so she like has the teas. Um, and then I was using like Glossier made like a what is it like a rich moisturizer mm-hmm. i don't know like what kind of skin you need to have to be putting that on your face it's like so thick and oily it was like putting glue on my oh. face so i gave it to my sister oh maybe my she'll God. like it. <laughs> i was like this is i don't know so thick so i just started using the amp again at night even though it's like it has spf so it's clearly for when you're leaving your house i think that may be it but I did just buy more stuff from the ordinary. Oh my god, I'm so excited for what you got. <laughs> I bought like a what's the Azalea Banks one? Oh, the know. Azaleac Acid Suspension. Yeah, sure. Oh yes, <laughs> Azalea Banks. I recently started. Yeah, using I bought that. that, and then I bought. I don't know how to say this word. Salicylic or something. Salicylic acid. Salicylic. It's like in all like kinds of acne washes. Yeah. Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's salicylic. So I bought that. For, oh my god, I forgot how to say it spot treatment i'm just fully making up words at this point (laughs) it's like i've never said these words aloud until this very moment i love it but yeah i'm just trying to have like super clear like bright skin because in the summer like i'm trying to do the absolute least Mm -hmm. especially because like i want my face to tan evenly yeah absolutely. so i can't be like putting tons of stuff on it that'll make it tan in a weird way yeah True. But yeah, I am waiting for the ordinary uh, foundation to come out because it looks like light and friendly. Yeah, it definitely does. Okay, I think that's it. OMG. Okay, so I I also feel like I've just been like buying new things, trying new things here and there. So there are only a couple things that I've been using for like over a month, um, which I feel like it takes a month for your skin to kind of get used to a product. Um. But this first thing I've been using for a while, I guess maybe almost a month at this point, but I love it. So I don't know if anyone out there has ever done oil cleansing. It's the oil cleansing method where you cleanse with oils. And I've been... It's like, that just sounds psychotic to me. It's the best thing that's ever happened. Like, I I love it. I've been oil cleansing for about a year and a half. And before I got this oil that's already like made for that, I would make my own. And the first thing that I tried was castor and olive. 
Um, and I would put like three, three parts. Olive oil, like for cooking? Or for, I guess, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just do like three fourths olive oil and one fourth castor. And that worked okay. Like it was pretty good. Like my skin did feel like luxurious afterwards. And then I switched from olive to avocado oil. And I started doing one half avocado oil and one half castor oil. Because I thought that that was like a better balance for my skin. Um, But then it ended up being that the castor oil was way too rough on my skin. And it would like – because it's – how do you say this word? Astringent? It like takes oil from your face. Castor does. So then it ended up being – and I have – like normal to dry skin and in the winter I have pretty dry skin so I couldn't keep using that so I started just like washing my face just with soap because the oil cleansing just wasn't working but then I got a facial a couple of months ago and the lady recommended this oil to me she was like yes like I totally recommend oil cleansing but like you should like really like learn more about like if you want to make your own you should learn more about it and not just like read one article and do that and I was like okay like that's exactly what I did so you're reading me yeah um but then she was like you should try this it's like down at me I know (laughs) um she told me to try this one and it's the sea buckthorn best skin ever and it's just this like it smells so familiar like It's one of the most familiar scents I've ever smelled. And it's probably like something that like, of course, I don't know. It's actually lavender. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a very familiar scent. Um, I couldn't. It's lavender, but something else. It's like a lavender. I don't know. But it smells so good. And it's one of those things where like I had to stop using the... um, my own cleansing oil because it was too it wouldn't leave my skin hydrated afterwards but this one I just put it on like I put it on like to remove my makeup and I only now wear I like do my brows I wear liquid eyeliner I wear blush I wear bronzer and I wear under eye concealer like I don't wear anything else um and I just put it on top of that like take it all off and then I just like wash it off and my skin like it feels luxurious like it's I can't even explain. Like, it feels so nice. So I highly recommend this cleanser. It hasn't broken me out or anything. So I feel like that's, like, always a good sign. So that's what I've been doing. And then after I do that, if this is, say, the morning, then the next thing I do is – well, I've only been using this for a week, but it's the one that you just bought, the Azaleac Acid Suspension 10% Multifunctional Brightening Formula. It's supposed to – um improve brightness and the appearance of skin texture and apparently it's good for reducing redness because I get like really bad redness on my cheeks I mean it's not really bad but it's to the point where I'm like okay this is hideous like get it off of me so I started using that it's like thick its consistency is really weird actually like I'm excited for you to try it Zuri so you can tell it's like what I it's like you rub it in and then it feels like it's like gel but it like it comes out of the bottle as like a lotion, like a heavy cream, and then it turns into right. like a gel when it melts. That's what the magnesium skin. one that I lost was oh, too. Oh, okay. It was like in the tube. So I feel like that's better to like put over a serum than putting two serums. Yeah, on top no, of each for other. sure. 
Like it definitely feels like good on your skin. Like it feels cool. I'm like really into it. Um, and I don't know what it's done for me because I've only been using it for a week. But like I'm using it. So hopefully like my skin becomes brighter. So after I put that on, then I put on my uh and my skin I don't normally have to put on a moisturizer because the cleanser is so moisturizing and this is like pretty moisturizing too so after that I just put on my sunscreen and then my sunscreen that I use is La Roche-Posay Helios 60 I don't even know but I really really like this one because it's it doesn't leave a white sheen on your face which I feel like a lot of moisturizer or a lot of uh sunscreens do and this one does not do that and it feels like really nice on your skin um it's not like greasy it's just like a light I don't know I'm just really really into it um they sell it I got it on Amazon but I'm pretty sure they sell it at Ulta and maybe Target so if you have any of those um near you or if you shop at any of those places they sell them there and yeah that's what I do in the morning that I just put on so I Got a few samples of this and I love this. It's like the best thing I've ever used. It's the vitamin K brightening eye serum from Naturopathica. It like literally reduces your dark circles. Today, I didn't wear it. What? It's so good. Oh my God. Today, I didn't wear it because I'm running out and we're having some people like come to a job interview and I want to like look really cute for them when they come later in the <laughs> week. So it's like, I'm going to save it for those days. But today I just wore like I have like a salmon colored um, under eye concealer. So I wore that in lieu of it. And then I put on my like other like just like a skin toned one over that. Um, And my dark circles looked horrendous. Like I looked like Kellyanne Conway today. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck? And it's because I didn't use my vitamin K brightening eye serum. So now I feel like I have to buy it. And guess how much this thing costs? $72. $72. Oh my god. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna buy it with my next paycheck for sure. But like, I probably won't be able to buy other things. But I'm gonna have to get it because it's amazing. It's really expensive. But like, I honestly do think it's really good. I feel like some people just use because vitamin K is apparently really good for like under eyes. And I was like, oh, what if I just get like a normal just like vitamin K cream from Amazon? But it's like, I don't know if I want to spend $20 and then not have it work when I could just like spend $70 on something I know is going to work. Because then I'm going to want to spend the $70 after I buy the $20 product that doesn't work. So I'm like, okay, let me just do this. Um, And then at night, what I do at night is I come home, I take off my makeup with the best skin ever. What do I do after that? Oh, if I tone, then I'll just use, I just use Witch Hazel and it's the Aloe Vera Rose Petal Thayer's Witch Hazel. What the hell is toning? I've like heard of that. I feel like it's just to like reduce excess oil and clean your face. Because if you tone like you, when you like, I just do T-Zone and you look down at your little cotton pad and it like has dirt and grime. So I'm like, okay, like this is cleaning something. So I just do that like every couple because it's also really good for like shrinking pores and like keeping your pores clean. So I try to do that like a couple times a week, but not too often because I my skin is prone to getting dry and I feel like that kind of stuff would dry it out. 
Um, and then when I, I only use two masks. One of them is the Aztec Secret Indian Healing Clay, which is amazing. I do have to say, um, Zori, have you tried this? Yeah, I did it like once. I'm like masks. I just, I don't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I don't do it enough for it to like do a lot of benefits but I'm it's like I did it once and I'm like why isn't my skin instantly no. <laughs> better now and forever that's how I literally feel after doing any product but apparently you're supposed to do it like once a week and I have been trying to do it more frequently by trying to I've done it twice once a week so for the past two weeks I've been doing it frequently so I like it because it makes my face feel like really clean and just like it's like not dirty. I don't know. I just feel like I love and I love the tingly feeling that you get because it just makes me feel like the product is working even though that may not be true. <laughs> but love that. And the other kind of mask that I use, it's my exfoliator. Um, it's also by Naturopathica. It's the pumpkin purifying enzyme peel. And so this stuff burns like it has burned like what it like doesn't like it hurts or like it literally burns it hurts my eyes like I sometimes have to keep my eyes closed if I put it too close to my eyes like it's like it will like it like is supposed to tingle and I don't really feel the tingle super but like it does like my eyes can feel it if I like keep them open so sometimes I just have to keep them closed but what you do is you just rub it into your skin and then you leave it on for three to five minutes and then it like is let me read okay well on the bottle it doesn't even say anything but um it's one of those like since it is like also like yours like a chemical exfoliant like I have to wear sunscreen and I have to remember to like be protective of my skin because it does like I feel like work harder than just like a normal like St. Ives situation but then um, for my eye cream, I use another naturopath. It's the Primrose Eye and Lip Treatment. I really like this. Anything that's rose, I'm going to be obsessed with. And this just smells so good. It's so cute. And then the two serums that I use at night, I trade off. So one of them is Kate Somerville's oh, Mega C Dual Radiant Serum. It's a vitamin C. Vitamin C is so good for you. Apparently, like, you're at your peak collagen at age 25, we're really close to that age. That guy on Married at First Sight what does that mean? is already there. It like your skin starts to lose collagen after you survive. Collagen makes it like tight and bouncy. So that's oh. why it becomes like I don't believe that. I feel like I don't know. That makes I sense. I feel like though. the older women in my family have like great skin. Like it looks tight and bouncy. I mean, Mabes. But I'm just nervous. <laughs> so I'm doubling up on this vitamin C. And this one you can only use at night. So I use it like every other night. And then Hi. on the nights that I don't use that, I use the Ordinary's Advanced Retinoid 2%. Um, oh, yeah. How's that? I like it. It like, I feel like I don't have like wrinkles and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> for me to like be nice yeah <laughs> on that most end. 22 year olds who aren't racist do not yeah <laughs> wrinkles so it's like i don't know if i'm like actually doing anything like maybe like preventing some lines i don't laugh well i do laugh i don't smile 
So, like, hopefully I don't get laugh lines. That's so true, yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, I'm never smiling. Well, actually, at work, I smile just to, like, be pandering to the whites. No, but... I'm always resting chitch face. Oh, my. I have to start doing That's that. That's why because... everyone is, like, you're intimidating. I'm, like, I'm 5'3". <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're intimidated by me, that's a personal problem. Seriously. But, yeah, I hope it's preventative. I'm honestly hoping most of this stuff is preventative because we, I feel like, are young, so. Right. You feel like it's, like, a fact. (laughs) (laughs) If this was, like, the olden days, though, we'd be senior sits. That's true. We would be, like, about to die. Yeah. In our next childbirth. (laughs) Seriously. Um, but yeah, that's, oh, well, I do use my Moish, which I love this moisturizer. Um, it's called Belief and it's the True Cream Moisturizing Balm. It's also a Korean skincare. Um, and, but they started selling it at Sephora and stuff. I first found out about it because I got it through like a, a sample at Sephora and I used it and like it changed my life. It's supposed to like keep lock in moisture for 26 hours and it honestly does like it's so moisturizing it's so like I thought it was going to be too heavy but it's not it's honestly amazing so I highly recommend wait what is it it's belief it's called belief the true cream moisturizing balm I don't know it's apparently formulated with a powerful hydrating agent comfrey leaf this indulgent comforting cream Comfrey leaf. What the hell? Is <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of it. Envelops the skin. Okay. So that's what I use for my moist, and that's pretty much my skincare routine. Wait, I forgot to say that I use the Ambi Freed cream with vitamin E and alpha hydroxy. <gasps> vitamin acid. E is so good for your skin. Oh, vitamin E. Yeah, I need yeah. to like get on this vitamins then. It's literally a skin bleaching agent. I had a really bad breakout last summer all over my cheeks. I had all these like dark spots. I was like trying to get them off my face stat. And so I'm like looking up like a fade cream. I saw this video of this chichu literally like this is her moisturizer. She like put it on her entire face. I was like that's probably not what God intended it to be used for. Um, So I just put it on like. Just, like, the few dark spots that I have left on, like, my cheeks and on my forehead mm-hmm. um, before I go to bed. I feel like it does work. And I also feel like, obviously, exfoliating helps with that because yeah. I literally have, like, I had a dark spot on my forehead that I literally had for, like, a full year. And it was not trying to go anywhere until all my skin cells regenerated until I start to use this thing. I'm, I'm trying to like to take it. a good selfie for this episode. OMG. That's true. Even though I do have a breakout because I started, I gave up sugar for Lent, like artificial sugar, like I still eat fruit. Um, but I started eating it again in full force. Oh, uh, Lent over? Yeah. Now I have, okay, tell me why my pimple is in between my lips and my nose. Oh, wait, I just got one there, but I obviously <gasps> popped it right away. It hurts so bad. It it's like hurts very, really bad. very, very tiny. It hurt. Yeah. I literally like a full tear came out of my eye. Like 
not just like I tear it up, like it came out of my eye, went down oh my, my cheek. God. I was like, like why is this happening? Like yeah. something about the like under yeah. your nose. It's just it, like, so Because I feel like that painful. area is so sensitive. That's why whenever people have like their Monroe or whatever pierced, I'm like, what's wrong with you? Okay. I love that we like didn't know what we were going to talk about, but we still somehow talked for a full hour. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, this is supposed to be a mini app, and <laughs> we talk for so damn long. Okay, you have to take a good pick for the thing. Um, but yeah, that's... Um, so yeah, this is episode 42. A mini app, maybe. Not sure what will happen after I edit it. But as always, you can go to Sad Girls Club... No, what's our website? Sadgirlspodcast.com to... um. I mean, all the info's there, who we are, how to follow us on Instagram, um, all of our reading lists, how to send us an email, all of our apps that we've ever created, and I don't know, that's all I got. Pretty much, yeah. Oh shit, my phone is 1% battery, let me get the charger. Okay, bye! <laughs> bye! Bye!